0: Emerge 2021 General Dynamics Information Technology's signature virtual event series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real technology solutions that make an impact today and pave the way for tomorrow. Join leaders across government and industry to explore how to accelerate digital modernization for your IT enterprise. Take a deep dive into emerging technology that will transform the world and learn how defense agencies are advancing the mission with cloud. Register now at GDIT. Hey, this is Lee Nevis, host of C Jane Cell. Thanks for listening to the following podcast on public house media. Hello, hello. Happy whatever day it is that you are listening to this podcast. Welcome and thank you guys for joining the Confessions of a Military Spouse podcast. I am your host, Jenna Burt. I'm a military spouse of almost 10 years. I love health and fitness. I am a mom, and I am also a registered and certified dental assistant. Again, I want to thank you guys for being here with me today. And if you find that today's episode resonates with you in any way, shape, or form, or you know someone else that could benefit from hearing today's episode, I highly encourage you guys to share it. Also, I love any and all feedback from you. So if you would like to share some feedback, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at confessionsofamillspouse, Facebook at confessionsofamilitaryspouse, or you can find me on publichousemedia.org. So real quick and totally off topic, um, but I sat down to record this episode tonight and recently my daughter, who's almost seven, has gotten into perler beads. If you don't know what it is, look it up. You guys, I don't know why somebody didn't warn me about these things, um... Prior to her getting into them, I remember doing it as a kid and I do remember it being fun, and she absolutely loves to do it. But you guys, I'm not kidding you, it is going to be the death of me. I tried to, I have wasted like 30 minutes today trying to iron these things together, and for whatever reason, it's not working. But anyway, on to today's topic. So, as a military spouse, and sometimes as a woman in general, I feel like we question, who are we? Um, Like, who are we as a person, as an employee, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, you know, the list goes on and on. And that's what I'm really here to talk about today. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. became a military spouse, or I should say, I guess, prior to becoming a military spouse, I was pretty established with who I was. You know, I was living on my own. I was supporting myself. I had a good job that I loved and I felt really confident of the person that I was. I wasn't depending on anyone else for the first time in my life. I had this sense of independence and I absolutely loved it. I had my close friends that I hung out with. I was exploring new places. And when I say exploring new places, I mean new bars in different towns. Let's be honest about that. But I was also meeting new people. And at that time, it was so much fun. That I mean, that's what I remember about meeting new people and experiencing new things. I just remember how fun it was. And I think it was fun because... We were young and we were still open to the idea of meeting new people and finding out who these people were. And, you know, we weren't ready to quote unquote settle down. So there wasn't this pressure of, oh, I have to find the right person or, you know, oh, I need to find this lifelong friend or whatever it was. You know, we were just out there having fun and exploring and living life. Then insert my husband, (laughs) um, he kind of came out of nowhere, honestly, Now, don't get me wrong, a little bit of a background. We had gone to elementary and high school together, and we had quote-unquote dated um, on and off, as in, like, we would go on a few dates here and there, and he would take me out here and there, but it was never anything serious, Um, and we always remained friends. But we stayed in contact most of the time, and there was a period, though, where I would contact him, and he would be silent, then vice versa. Um, To be honest, I wasn't very... Nice in that regard, but we won't talk about that. (laughs) Uh, Then one day I was sitting at my house where I didn't have any cell phone reception. And like when I say I didn't have any cell phone reception, it was so bad that I had to have a landline phone in case I needed to call 911. But I was sitting at my house with my best friend at the time at my kitchen table, and I'm sure we were just talking about life and who knows what else, you know, we were pretty young at that time. Uh, But my cell phone rang and I remember that I found it super odd considering I did not get cell phone reception in my house. But for whatever reason, at that time, I did. So I looked down at my cell phone and it was my now husband. And I remembered answering it and being so super careful not to move so I didn't lose the call. I remember trying to explain that I didn't have good cell phone reception and that my best friend at the time was over there and that once, you know, she left the house that I would call him back from a landline, you know, because that was super cool at the time. (laughs) Um, I did call him back later that evening and the rest is kind of history, honestly. Um, He flew me out to California where he was stationed at the time and, you know, like a few months later, I think, and we've been together since. But something that I've struggled with for a long time in my life um, is finding friends that I quote unquote fit in with. And when I say I've struggled for a long time, I'm talking like since middle school and I grew up in a really small town. So it's not like my friend selection was huge. And if I didn't fit in with this one group, I could go to this other group because that's not really how it worked. Um, But I feel like being a military spouse has added a whole level a whole other level of complication to that. I feel like a lot of women in general can relate to this particular topic, but especially military spouses. So let's talk about that for a minute and how that relates to this topic. So as a military spouse, we generally move every three years. Um, some people move more, some people move less, but in our particular situation, it's been about every three years. Which usually means every three years we're having to make new friends unless we are super lucky and we get stationed close to where friends are from like a previous duty station. So if we've met somebody at a different duty station and they just so happen to be at the same duty station that we're going to. Um, So if we aren't that fortunate though, which usually we aren't, um, (laughs) we have to go through the process of finding and making friends. And I will be honest, moving to Beaufort where we are moving very soon, I don't know anybody out there. So it's making me a little nervous and this topic definitely hits pretty close to home. And I mean, I do feel like it's easy to find friends, but most of those friends end up being quote unquote surface friends as I like to call it, meaning there are friends, but would we tell them our deepest, darkest secrets? No, probably not. Um, would we hang out with them all the time? Again, probably not. So how does this all fit into today's topic? Well, imagine moving every three years and having to make said friends, and you've been at your duty station for a while now, and you just really need a friend. You need a friend to vent to, a friend to drink wine with, to go out with. You just need a friend. And I think a lot of military spouses can relate to that One particular statement that you just need a friend. So, with that being said, you don't particularly change who you are to make these friends, but you may allow particular behaviors that bother you, bother you less, to have that companionship. Or maybe you hold back a bit of who you are so you can quote unquote fit in with a particular group of people so you can have some sort of friendship to feel better about yourself with. So, That right there, that want and drive to be able to fit in and to find these friends can kind of lead you to forget who you are. Then let's talk about what it's like to just be a military spouse in general. You move with your spouse every two to three years, and that right there is enough to drive you crazy. You guys, like, I feel like this move that is coming up is like this black cloud that is hanging over my head. And it's like this impending doom that just is really, really weighing on me. So if anything, I can relate so much to that statement that I just made. And I'm sure that tons of other spouses can too. But if you have a career outside of the home, you have to establish a place of work. And if you have a license, you most of the time have to transfer your license, which means you have to take their state test and whatever requirements that they need. And generally, that kind of stuff is not cheap. And then there's the friend aspect that we just talked about. And if you have kids, then you have to figure out daycares, schools, before and after programs, babysitters, et cetera, all while usually getting a house in order to be able to live in. So all of that right there, you guys, is a massive responsibility. And a lot of that you usually have to handle by yourself. Now, I'm not saying that your spouse isn't there to help you. But they usually have to handle like the military side of it. So they aren't doing as much of the legwork as I like to call it as far as like finding yourself a job, finding, you know, schools for your kids or daycare or whatever. They're not doing as much of that legwork. That- Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. So let's talk about if you work either outside of the home or in the home, or even if you're a stay-at-home mom, none of those jobs are easy. If you work for someone other than yourself, you generally have a standard that you have to uphold and you are an employee, so they have certain expectations of you at your job. Obviously, to perform your role as an employee for what you're hired to do So there's definitely pressure from that, along with having to be a parent and a spouse and trying to be a good friend. Like, it all adds up, you guys. It piles on top of each other, and sometimes it's not always a good situation. Then, if you are a stay-at-home mom, for whatever reason, whether it's something that you want to do, you have to do for your family financially because it's best... Whatever the reason is, being a stay-at-home mom, society has put all of these things on stay-at-home moms of what they should be doing. Like, you should be breastfeeding your baby. You should be going to the park with them. You should be teaching them educational things. Don't let them have too much sugar. Don't let them have too much screen time. Your house should be clean if you stay at home all day. Dinner should be on the table if you stay at home all day. You shouldn't need help if you're a stay-at-home mom. Oh, you guys, the list goes on and on, but Seriously, my personal favorite is enjoy them while they're young. Nope, you do not have to do that. (laughs) I give you permission to not enjoy every single day. I give you permission to cry, to drink wine, to yell and scream, and to not enjoy every single day. And trust me when I say I have been there. I was a stay-at-home mom for 13 months, and I'm not kidding you guys, that was one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. And I'm just not designed to do that forever. And you know what? The one thing that I learned was that's okay. And I'm here to tell you that that's okay for you too. So when you become all of these things, such as a spouse, a mom, a friend, an employee, a sister, a daughter, etc., it's really hard to let those things consume your identity. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about who you are as a person. So if someone asks you, hi, so-and-so, who are you? Like, what are you going to tell them? Have you ever sat there and thought about that? What are you going to tell someone if they ask who you are? Well, I know for me, if someone said, hey, Jenna, who are you? I'd say, well, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> um, just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> um, but in all honesty, I'd probably say, well, I'm a military spouse. I'm a health and fitness enthusiast, I'm a mom, I'm a dental assistant, you know, everything I say in the beginning of my podcast episodes, but when you really sit there and think about it, who are you? I'm Jenna Burt. Yes, I'm a mom, but that doesn't define me. Yes, I'm a dental assistant, but that's not all I do. Yes, I'm a spouse, but that's not all I live for. Yes, I love health and fitness, but that isn't my entire life, and that's what I'm here to tell you guys. Just because you're a military spouse doesn't mean that that has to define you. You don't have to conform to the rules of being a military spouse. And to be honest, I don't even know if there are rules. And if there are, let me just tell you, the spouses in those military spouse groups on Facebook sure as hell don't abide by them. So just because I'm a mom, does that mean that I have to stop doing things for myself? Absolutely not. One thing that I've actually learned about being a mom is that if I continue to do those things for myself that I enjoy, I can be a better mom and I can be a better spouse. Am I a bad mom for going to get my hair done once every six to eight weeks? I know it's been a lot longer right now, but while my kid is in daycare or school or whatever, nope, I'm definitely not. And neither are you. What about if I want to go out once a month for a girl's night? Does that make me a bad mom? What about my friends? Does it make them bad moms? Is my kid being provided for? If the answer is yes, then of course you're not a bad mom. And it is imperative as women that we do things for ourselves and we don't let anyone tell us that we can't because we are the only people that know ourselves. And if we let people from the outside dictate what we can and can't do, we will be so miserable. Now, what about a mom that's working outside the home, such as me? I love my job, you guys, and I love being a dental assistant, but I have had people tell me that they don't think it's in my best or in the best interest of my child and that I can't possibly be a good mom and a good wife if I'm working outside of the home because how does stuff get done? Well, I'm going to tell you. Actually, it gets done pretty easily. I have a spouse who offers to help out, who understands that in order for me to thrive in life, I have to work outside the home. I also have a spouse who understands that I love my job and I love working with patients and I feel so fulfilled when I work outside of the home. So he offers to chip in with whatever he can to make that happen whether it's bath time with our daughters so I can do the dishes from dinner or it's letting her read to him so I can fold the laundry or if it's helping fold and put the laundry away so I can report record a podcast episode and then we can both sit down and enjoy time with our daughter. He does whatever he can to make sure that what needs to get done is done so I can continue to do something that I love. And overall, it makes everyone a lot happier. And That's one thing that I find so true and so hilarious is the saying, if mama's not happy, ain't nobody happy. And I always thought that was so crazy. And I was like, what, what, what does that even mean? Like what? I never understood it. And now I totally get it. And all of this also goes for the health and fitness aspect of my life. You guys, I get up at every morning at 5am to work out. Do I like getting up that early? Nope. You can ask anybody in my family. You can ask my husband. You can probably even ask my daughter and you can definitely ask my mom. I do not like getting up early, but I love the way that I feel about myself when I do it. So that's why I continue to do it. That's why I drink my pre-workout. That's why I push play. That's why I sweat my ass off in the morning before anybody else gets up so I can have that me time. I sacrifice some of my sleep to make myself a priority. Sure but I do it and I show my daughter that it's okay to do so too. It's the same in any and all aspects of your life as well. It's okay to do things for yourself and you should never feel bad about it. Being a military spouse is not easy, plain and simple. It's challenging. It's a struggle and there are so many pulls in different directions of what you should or should not be doing that it is literally so easy to get caught up in it all and forget who you are. I'm guilty of it myself. One thing that I want to do so badly is to go back to school. I want to further my education and I want to do it for me. However, a lot of times I find myself saying, oh, well, I can't go back to school because we move every three years and I don't have any general education out of the way. So depending on what I want to go back to school for, I would have to start somewhere and finish somewhere else. And I find myself making a lot of excuses and blaming a lot of things other than myself, and why I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah, of course, we move every three years. And yes, I probably would have to start in one place and finish in another. And yes, it would be super hard to do it. But is it impossible? No, it's not. And that's what I keep trying to tell myself, that just because I have this life, and I don't necessarily always have control over a lot of things in it, and I know you military spouses will relate to that, there's a lot of things... I do have control over and my happiness and things that I achieve in my life are some of them. So instead of focusing on what you don't have because of this military life, we have to focus on what we do have and what we can accomplish. And we have to know that just because we're military spouses doesn't mean we have to put our life on hold. So I want to leave you guys with this. I know firsthand how hard life can be as a military spouse But I want you to know that even though you hold all of these different titles, and even though you wear all of these different hats, you're still a person, and you're still an individual, and you still matter. You as a person, you as an individual, you still matter. It doesn't matter what society, or the mom down the street, or anyone else says. Do what makes you happy and go after your dreams. Yeah, it may take you longer to get there than what it would if you weren't a military spouse. But as the saying goes, the time's going to pass anyway. So why not use that time to do something that you love and that you want for yourself? It's so easy to lose yourself as a military spouse, but I promise that you still matter and you should make a conscious effort every day to remind yourself of that so you never forget who you are. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. It really spoke to me, and it was something that I feel really, really strongly about because I've been in the position of losing myself, and I think it's so easy for military spouses to fall into, so I just want you guys to know that you matter. Even though you have all of these other things going on in your life, don't forget who you are.